everyone. Welcome. Episode 16 of Meet the Press. This is equivalent to like four months of episodes that we have made it. Now that you put it that way, it seems like it's quite a lot. It seems like we just does. started. And it seems like I just picked the Birmingham Stallions as my team in the first episode of the USFL. Going to the championship, I watched them last night win that game. I was sitting out on my balcony thinking about this. Stallions fan for life. You got to get a, a, like a jersey or something if they win. Oh, a tattoo. A face okay. tattoo. Oh, okay. Champions, USFL champion. Yeah. Arguably the best. I think you should get it. History. I think you should get it before. Like that shows how true of a fan you are. Like you go get it this week, say USFL champion 2022, like now. Solidify it. Cement it. Fandom is not about the number of championship tattoos you have. It's not about anything that you can see on the outside. It's about what's in the heart. The Birmingham Stallions are in my heart. I, and they've been in your heart for uh, four months now. I know. And that's a long about time. 16 episodes. In, and that's a long time to be <laughs> in McDonald's heart. That's a long time. Four months. <laughs> that's that's but, true. <laughs> I can't. I can't say. Same boat. Um, so, Jared, this week... Um, you, or I guess yesterday you got to hang out with, um, a good friend of ours, friend of the podcast was on here with us, um, a few weeks ago in, in Pedro Badshaw. Um, I know he was talking up the camp. I saw snaps all day from the camp. I saw Instagram posts all day from the camp. Um, you were there. How was it? How, how was it being back in that element with Pedro again? It was awesome, man. You, he really kind of thrives in that environment. It seems mm -hmm. he was running around doing a lot of things. But, you know, it was really good to see all the kids out there um, competing. I was there kind of earlier in the day, so it was some of the younger kids. And he brought in a lot of really good, you know, younger basketball players. I was really impressed with the talent mm -hmm. there. Um, I mean, I know he brought in some kids from Louisville uh, that played with Rajon Rondo's AAU or, or youth program or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and, and a lot of them were really impressive. I think it's going to be some kids that you know I'll recognize here. And some of them three or four years, some of them right. one or two years. But. Um, you know, there was a lot of great, not just campers, but coaches there as well. In addition to Pedro, you know, you get a guy like uh, Trey Hollowell, um, mm -hmm. Town native, uh, now at Moorhead State. Harry Taylor was there, a Bowling Green kid who just spent the last year with the Pacers. Um, just guys like that, um, talking to these kids, having fun, you know, playing competitive basketball, going through some drills. It was just a really good environment. And I think what makes it that much better is, and we've talked about this with Pedro and, and you and I have talked about this a lot is Pedro, super high character guy. Like, like you said, thrives in that element. Um, Terry Taylor, super positive guy, giving back to his community. I know Trey Hollowell does a lot of that stuff in Hoptown and, and at university Heights where, where he shines. Um, I think that's a cool thing in that we've gotten the opportunity to meet professional athletes in, in what we've done. And you always want them to be nice. You always want them to be like, Oh man, like they're, they're actually a nice person. Like they, sometimes they're dicks. Like, let's be frank. Like they are, but whenever you have guys like that, I, I think that makes it that much better in that they do give back to where they're from. And I know Pedro said that's, that's a huge thing with him. And I think that's what makes events like Pedro's and and I know there's one in Hoptown that I think was recent with um, honoring Elijah Watts who, who was who passed away last year or earlier this year. 
I think that's a cool thing. Whenever you do leave and you do come back, you do get back to where you're from. I think that's the best part. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think it's something that people have to do, um, right. but it's always nice to see. You know, that's their mm-hmm. choice. And, you know, a guy like Pedro, I don't even think it was really an option. I think it was, you know, a lot right. of people in, yeah. in Russellville look up to him. And for him, it's something he's always wanted to do to get back. And I've talked to him about that for years now, since the very first time I met him. So it's just, it's always good to see him too and just talk, catch up. How's the family? How are things with, mm-hmm. you know, you and your career too? And, you know, all those guys. You know, there's a lot of really good guys out there playing professional sports or sports at a high level. And and we kind of talked about it at middle of the week with with the draft on Thursday about like we've we've known guys to get drafted. Like we've known people that got to hear their name called and like first off, the draft on Thursday, I, I know going in, I don't know how much you followed it. I know um Jabari Smith Jr. from Auburn, they said it was gonna be the number one all week, all month whatever paolo jumped in there um i will say i think paolo should have been the number one because i thought paolo was like a freak all year um and i hate duke hate him they're the worst but paolo's good um but no going back to that like what's that like for you like you've covered guys that have heard their name i've covered guys that have heard their name how cool is that for you knowing that Man, like I, I saw even a minuscule amount of the work that they put in to get to this point. Yeah, it's it's cool to see, but less so from like a, a fan perspective. You know, like since I cover Western Kentucky, I've seen some guys get drafted, you know, and NBA-wise, Charles Bassey kind of sticks out a couple right. of years ago. Uh, got taken by the 76ers in the second round. It, it's not as much for me like, yeah, I knew that guy. It's, man, I'm really happy for him. He's a really right, good, right. good person. I've gotten to know him a little bit, you know, just happy. It was good to deal with them. They answered my questions, whether it was, you know, win, lose, good, bad, guys like him. And then, you know, go back to the NFL draft with guys like D'Angelo Malone, uh, defensive guy for Western who got taken by the Atlanta Falcons. I was happy for him because he got to go back to Atlanta where he's from. You know, that's his hometown. Um, Bailey Zappi got drafted by the, the Patriots, a surprise move for, you know, a lot of people because they have Mac mm-hmm. Jones in that room, um, you know, who they just took, what, the year before? Year before, yeah. But, yeah, you know, that's an area that I grew up in. And, you know, getting to know Bailey a little bit over the year is kind of mm-hmm. cool to see him now getting to go up there and, you know, knowing that area. And hopefully we can get him on this podcast at some point soon and catch up with him. But, you know, that that's why it's cool for me because, you know, you get to see some of these guys and be around them and see their character. And, uh, you know, you're just happy for if you could be drafted in any professional draft, which one would it be? I know there's only, I feel like there's only two logical answers. Uh, are you thinking like if I'm narrowing it down? Today? Yeah, because I love baseball. Baseball draft sucks. takes 150 years. Um, MLS is fine. I, it's cool. They call it a super draft. I think that's fun. But I mean, but I think it's NFL or NBA. I think those are your two options. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's really tough for me to say uh, just because of my stature. Uh, well, I mean, we're not. not I, mean, I would not I work think, out well in either. Oh, I don't think it, either it, of us it, are getting a call anytime soon. But, like, 
You don't think I'm going to get that UDFA deal, practice squad deal, or anything like that? No G League contracts coming my way? I mean, you could. Okay, but I if I had Snapchat. to pick one. For me? No, no, no. I was going to say, I had, you talk about like playing. I had a, a buddy that posted about a Snapchat of like he's looking for guys that are interested in playing overseas. Um, huh. And I'm no, like, but- yeah, anybody can play. If, if I had to pick one, it would probably be NBA, just because it's two rounds, and that would mean that's true. very good at basketball. Um, you know, one of the best sixty-seven, yeah, yeah. MLB eighty-nine, something like that. I think so. Yeah, one thousand six hundred twenty-four. But no, NBA probably <laughs> just because that's probably the sport I would be the worst at too. Let's let's yeah. be real. But being yeah, one of the top, probably, you know, fair. 50, 60 players in the country would be pretty cool. What about That's you? That's true. Um, I would probably pick NFL. Because I feel like the in, the NFL draft is more of a, like, experience almost. Like, NBA draft, I feel like is, like, whenever they did it this year, like, it's just the people, and there's some fans there, and there's just tables everywhere. And the NFL draft, like, like ch- fans are cheering. Like pick one, it comes up. They boo Roger Goodell. They get that out of the way, and then they come up and like they're ready for you. I, that's I'd probably pick NFL. I feel like that's a, a fair, you know, reasoning for that. I didn't really watch the NBA draft this year just because um, I knew I wasn't going to have to really cover anything with it. I was honestly right. having grill night, so I was I was out. Would you grill? Would you grill? Did I, remember I had some chicken. Okay, I I've grilled a lot since the, our last episode. Um, I know you may you I have, grilled. I have I have my little twenty five dollar twenty twenty five dollar charcoal grill, portable grill. Uh, it doesn't even have legs on it. That I bought at Lowe's because I was like, <laughs> I'm going old school, just cooking over the flames. You know, you uh, I made a whole chicken. Right we talked about that last episode, but yeah, since then I made some poor man. You dropped the keyword of spatchcocking on there. Oh, yeah, you yes. did do the burnt ends. That's right. You did do the burnt I, ends. I did some four man's burnt ends with some sausage. Yeah. Uh, cut them up and then you know, smoked them a little bit, then stuck them in some sauce and some brown sugar and some butter. Um, you know, cooked those up. And then on Thursday, grill night, when I wasn't watching the draft, had some chicken thighs that had been marinating for a couple of days. And then I also mixed couple it up a little days. bit. Yeah, get that flavor. Marinated for days? I marinated chicken for 24 hours. Tops. Maybe it might have been. I don't know the whole the whole week. Okay. Kind of go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But then smoked some dessert too, mixed it up. It wasn't as popular. Which I was going to say, I, I was going to bring that up. You said it wasn't as popular. You said they didn't like that one as much. Yes. Uh, their reasoning, the people I was with, they're not going to be named because they didn't like it. Um, I think they're going to know. They didn't like it because they were surprised that it was smoky, and they were okay. expecting that type of flavor in a dessert. And I was like, you saw me put it on the grill. You saw the smoke rolling out of it. That pecan. Rolling. Had kind of smoking in there. It was rolling. Um, wow. I was like, you were sitting in the smoke with it. And you weren't expecting it. That's on you. But anyway, it was some cinnamon rolls kind of smushed down in the bottom with some heavy cream, some peach pie filling, some candied pecans, another layer of cinnamon roll, candied pecans, and then that cinnamon roll icing on the top. 
So it was like kind of like a cinnamon roll cobbler smoked. Yeah. I thought it worked because I was expecting. Well, I was going to say, what were your thoughts? I was not a hater. I thought it was pretty good. It was okay. had a little bit of that savory with it because to go with that sweetness with the, you know the smoke and then the cinnamon rolls. Well, I mean, you see peaches, that a lot, like during kinda, the summer, like people will like put peaches on the grill or something and like caramelize yeah. them a little bit. Yeah, so it's kind of kind of like a cobbler. Uh, you know, do you know how to roast a cobbler? Do I know how to roast a cobbler? Is this a you joke? make fun of his shoes? Fun fact: We still have cobbler is like a thing. Twenty. I know. Believe me, like seventeen minutes on like this podcast. <laughs> um, a cobbler is a thing that you don't know you need until you need it. Yes. Uh, yeah. I feel like that's a profession 100%. that doesn't really exist anymore. I mean, I know there's cobblers, Probably but shoes. <laughs> I looked up like, and my literally the best option was to mail them. Seriously, to fix shoes? Yeah. Well, like, I didn't so, know yeah, fix shoes. Well, I mean, are yeah. you a shoe guy? Like, do you collect the Jordans uh, and whatnot? Um, I have a couple pairs um, that I got during um, the pandemic that. Are just sitting in my closet um but like during the summer i it's uh, i have ugly feet i won't wear shoes during the summer like i wear flip-flops i'll wear like chacos or like what why do you why are you I didn't expect like i didn't expect you to go that way after you said i have ugly feet i have ugly feet so i know i, I know that's what i'm saying like i don't care Chaco. like like i have like fred flintstone feet like and but yeah i like i don't care like i the other day, I put on shoes to go to the gym. Other than gym, I won't wear tennis shoes, probably. Huh. That's weird. I'm a big shoe guy. I found that the older I get, we've talked about this. We have. Because I was like, what are house shoes? I was like, "Yeah, I've got shoes that I wear in my house. Every oh, yeah, shoe that I wear is... in my house is a house shoe. That's at like yeah, episode I lost, once. I lost some brain cells. I lost brain cells that day. Yeah. That was an early episode, too. Man. Yeah, and if you missed it, you can always go back on Apple and Spotify and find all the episodes of Meet the Press. But, you know, we were talking about meat. It kind of reminded me. We actually got a question this week. It was from Love our good friend, Mr. Kevin Fielder, uh, the site publisher for Owls 24-7 down there in Boca Raton. He asked us. I bet, I bet it's awful out that right now. Paradise. I love Boca. You at you you posted the question off the Meet the Press podcast Twitter mm -hmm. at Meet underscore Press Pod. We're an hour from eight PM, so what's on your mind this Sunday evening? Our friend Kevin said, How did they come up with sourdough bread? Why did they? And of course my response was this is the Meet the Press podcast, not bread the press podcast. But bread anyway, to answer that question. <laughs> Yeah, to, to answer that question, um, I found this article from NPR saying that it probably went back to early ancient Egypt, uh, probably discovered by accident when bread dough was left out in good microorganisms while these drifted into the mix. 
So that answers that question. But after I said that this is not a bread podcast, it's a meat podcast, he's like, what's the best lunch meat? And so we made a bracket. We had to because we had to do something that let the people decide because last week Jared came up with an asinine comment that has not gone over well in the polls where he said it went over, that bacon was overrated. It went over better than I expected, to be completely honest. It did. It, it, it really got like did. a quarter of the support. Than you expected. Yeah. yeah. And then a couple in, in one of our DM groups also joined you. And I was a yeah, little surprised by that. I don't, I, don't, I don't think people understood the question. The question wasn't, is bacon bad? Bacon is very good. It's just not as good as everybody hypes it up to be because there are so many better options. It's better as an accent. Just don't know, man. So I mean, you get like a good candy bacon, like at a at a like yeah, a smokehouse kind of thing. Well, that's not how you have it normally. Like, well, whenever I think of the best burger, I don't it, think of McDonald's. I don't think it's something I have normally or Wendy's. But it, it's still good. Yeah, I know. It's still good. I don't know what we're doing. It, it's just whatever. We're you were wrong. Bracket. We're doing a Bradcat. Brad. Bradcat. We're doing Our, a bracket. What is wrong with you? <laughs> you need to stop Plus, drinking that root beer. I'm very, I'm very passionate about bacon not being as good as everybody makes it. Out <laughs> <laughs> it's still very good. Just let's throw that out there. But we made a bracket, uh, and we're going to debate to appease Kevin about the best lunch meats. This is a eight meat bracket, randomly generated based off of about five minutes of research on the Kroger website and their deli, seeing what was probably the most popular lunch. Is that what you go uh, So, uh, Yes, it's, there's one like 500 feet from my apartment, so. Yeah, that's where I used to Makes, go. It's, it's, it's I go to Schnooks pretty. here. Schnooks is a, good, is a cool thing in Missouri, but yeah. Okay, anyway, first, first. Are you uh, ready to break, break out this bracket? This is randomly generated. Um, so there's no seeds, nothing like that, because we want this to be totally fair. Um, first up, we've got pastrami versus turkey. Do you have any opening comments? I mean, it's turkey. Like, I know you're going to pick pastrami. I feel like you're picking pastrami because you're a New England kid, and I feel like that's an up there thing, but turkey is universal. Yeah, I think there's a certain uh, versatility to turkey, a number of ways that – yeah. You know, you can see it done. And it's more classic. It's, I think it's easier to probably find, too. Yeah. I feel like good pastrami is is a little tougher to find. Yeah, but we're talking average lunch meats. In, oh, in my opinion, that's what that's what, that's what what this is probably going to go back to, in my opinion. Is so we're just going to go what's the most baseline. Classic? If I'm... If I'm walking down this, if I'm if I'm like getting ready for a camping trip and I'm making a sandwich, what am I making? I feel like that's a, a good bar to set. Okay. Well, that changes everything. But okay. Does it? Uh, well, no, I mean, I, I would. It's still probably, turkey. Turkey's still my number. Turkey wins this one for me. I, yeah, I feel like it, it's a better option. Yeah, I like the more versatile. I think you're right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got ham versus roast beef. This is going to be a, a hotly contested one, probably. I'm hit or miss on ham. I liked ham a lot when I was younger. And then I went off of it for several, several years. Um, and then roast beef, I just always feel 
I don't know. Cold roast beef is weird to me sometimes. Are you recusing yourself from this argument? Because it doesn't sound like, like you. No, I'm picking ham. <laughs> like, I'm picking ham. <laughs> I yeah. feel like that's a great choice. Um, just yeah. because of the different sty styles of it that you can get to. You know, honey, black forest. Virginia oh, baked is what I had like growing up all the time. And I don't know, I don't know what the, I don't know what black forest ham is. I don't know what Virginia baked ham is. Is it baked in Virginia? I don't know. Like why, why is it called Virginia baked ham? I usually just go with whatever's on sale. If I get it. That's true. Do you go to the deli counter or do you just go to the, I don't like order the, the, the thing. Okay. You know how they have like some of the, the pre-sliced pre-bagged ones. Right, right. But like man, sitting in the deli, but, yeah, you but hope no. that you hope those have been there this since this morning, but you don't know. I have high standards on some things, but most of my standards are pretty low. Dude, that I I'm not gonna guarantee because I don't know, but I feel like that that's that's a uh, an around a big old lug that has been in the container that may be running short on days that they're just trying to get away from. So they're just going to okay. slice it up real nice. And then Jared's going to eat it and go home. You say that like it's a bad thing. But the number of time I see the discounted stuff anywhere at Kroger, I'm like, you know what? It's still, it's still on the shelves. I'm waiting for the text on a Sunday that's been like, hey, man, I got food poisoning. I'm not going to be able <laughs> to go today. Hey, rain or shine, sick or not, Meet the Press podcast lives on. I was sick a couple weeks ago, man. You called me out. We, we, all, we both have been sick at different times. Yeah. Yeah, because your voice was bad for a while. I know. Now it's back. Beautiful as ever. I sound like Taylor oh, Swift. Smooth. To you. Yes. New T-Swift drop this week. Anyway, we've got bologna and salami in the next. Uh, I know what like I'm picking uh, here. Contest. I, I feel like I feel like you know what I'm picking here too. I feel like you're gonna pick bologna. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. See, it's weird that you hate on ham, and that you hate on roast beef, and that you hate on pastrami. Then you're like bologna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Bologna, American cheese, a little bit of mayo, a little bit of Dukes on some on some Wonder Bread. Like that's I you give me a better lake meal. Some Doritos on the side, like a bag of Doritos. Best lake meal there is. I would say that, you know, ham, turkey, pastrami, and roast beef are all better. Like <laughs> And salami. <laughs> okay, so are you picking? Are you picking salami? I would pick salami. Yeah. Okay, I'll let you have salami. I feel like I've gotten ham and turkey, but I feel bad for bologna. But I'll give it to you. Like just just plain bologna. It, it doesn't really do it for me. You don't see it in what? like a Jimmy John's or a other sandwich place. That's not just I feel like that's a problem. I feel like you should, though. Have you ever been to a Blimpies? No, I don't know what Blimpies is. Okay. It's a super good sandwich shop. But they don't really exist anymore. I, I, I haven't seen one, but Quiznos? How good are they? Well, well I, I mean, they Quiznos. were good. Yeah. The closest one here Quiznos. is in Metropolis. 
I don't know where there's they another one. There's one in Metropolis attached to a gas station. Like right on the Illinois side of Paducah. Huh. But anyway, so yeah, I'll give you I'll give you salami. I don't like I'll it. take it. it's a it's a classic cold cut lunch meat. I like salami's good, but okay, this goes along with your bacon See, argument. This is I like salami, but I feel like I, I can't have a salami sandwich. I can have a pepperoni and salami sandwich, but I don't feel like I can just have a salami sandwich. Which brings us to our next and final category in this first round. Chicken or pepperoni? Reminder, this is cold cuts deli meats. This is not this like is tough. chicken bread. This is like thinly sliced chicken. This is tough. I like deli chicken. I do. I like deli chicken. Okay. Yeah, I do. Didn't expect that. Well, I, I do. I, I think, See, I'm again, not, I'm not... again, though, just a pepperoni sandwich on its own. That, that's my issue with it. Pepperoni's more, yeah. of, it's like bacon. It's an accent. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I feel like it's the salami, same as salami. salami. I feel like if you put them together. Mm. Salami stands on its own. It doesn't. I mean, I just oh, I don't think it does. I don't know. I'll give you some. I, I'm going to still stick with chicken. I think it's chicken. All right. Chicken moves on. That's fine. Uh, this bracket. So we got all kinds. We got turkey, ham. We got salami and chicken. That's the semifinals. Turkey versus ham is the next round. This is going to be, this could be the decider. It's turkey. My vote is turkey. See, this isn't going to work out. I know. We need a third person on this podcast. Because number one, you don't like Space Jam. You've never seen Space Jam. Which is more of an issue, I think. Is it? Yes. Huh. I think it is. Well, I'm sorry that you feel that way. Dude, your hair's trash, man. I don't know why you're trying to fix it. Like, it, it's it's not good. You, you just took the hat off. You got the little... I don't... It's because we're not messing around now. It, this debate needs to carry on next week because we need a poll. I think we need a poll. I think I think that's I think that's a good idea. I think we do like two separate polls for the two for the two semis. Yeah, because we didn't plan this out at all. Um, this question was posed mm -hmm. to us about seven twenty. We started this podcast recording at eight. It was, um, and that included that time in between to make this bracket, which was not as easy as it sounds. Because it was like eight pages of Kroger Deli meats I went through to break it down into the top eight. You couldn't. I mean, you could have done just like bestsellers if you wanted. But then you get honey ham. This other kind of honey ham. This other kind of honey ham. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. There's a lot of. You like hot honey? I did. Are you a hot honey person? Ooh. Oh, hell yeah. I'm a hot honey ham. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. 100%. There's a wing place here that has a hot honey sauce. Dude. Are you. It's phenomenal. I feel like that's another debate for another day. Are you a bone in or a boneless guy? Oh, this is gonna piss you off. Why? Because I'm a boneless guy. 
Oh, yes. It's better. Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. 100%. Okay. 100%. I know. It's weird. It's weird for some, me because some, I'm – my cousins talk smack on me all the time. And I don't feel like a true Buffalo Bills fan all the time that I don't like bone-in wings. But I don't as much. It, it Sometimes you just have to ask yourself, is the juice worth the squeeze? It's so much more work, a bone-in wing. And ninety nine percent of the time, it's not. <laughs> no, it's you get. I feel like it's better quality meat too. A lot of times on the boneless, it's it's just it's basically chicken nuggets. It's basically, and, and I can nuggets. admit that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it, it's. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you don't eat them when you're home alone. You eat them when you're out in public. And I don't like having like messy on me when I'm in public. You know. You don't like. like I'll have barbecue with pork and knife. Were you really? Yeah. Yes. Do you eat? I'm okay. I'm a classy guy. Do you? Do you eat like? Do you cut off the ribs or do you like pick them up and eat them? I'll cut off most of it until I get to like. Get out of yeah. here! Do you really? I'm a classy guy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hear me out though. A lot of times. I more vetting. Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. A lot of times when I go to these barbecue places, it's either before or after I cover a game. And when I go to a Division One football or basketball game, I'm always at least wearing a button-down shirt and a sport coat, you know, blazer, mm -hmm. uh, anything like that. And I'm wearing it at the barbecue place. Now, does it make sense to wear that and pick stuff up and let it? It you makes sense to leave it in your rental car and roll your sleeves up like a daggum caveman and rip into that rib, bro. No. It, it, <laughs> one of my favorite barbecue memories, I remember this day fondly. See, this is what people don't say. One of my favorite barbecue memories is ripping my teeth into the piece that I just cut off of that gorgeous <laughs> rib with my knife and fork. Oh, my gosh, it was so good. That's not what people say. They say, I remember ripping my teeth into that flesh and ripping it off. I feel like most people don't say, one of my favorite barbecue memories to begin with. <laughs> But that's, that's probably that was, fair. That's fair. <laughs> but they also don't have a podcast yeah. with meat in the name. Um, I was in Birmingham. Western had just played UAB at Legion Field. I got locked in Legion Field for like 10, 15 minutes. That's another story. Um, after the game, oh, yeah, went we over to about Dreamland Barbecue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Went over to Dreamland Barbecue in Birmingham. Sat at the bar by myself. One of my favorite things to do. And it's great had some dreamland ribs my first time there as i watched alabama play georgia in football on the tv and it was magical and i was wearing that's just i i do like having a beer by myself at the bar that's a fun thing yes do you like I doing agree things by yourself do you like doing things by yourself yes. like do you do yes. like movies and stuff like that by yourself i don't go to the movies we've the, oh. we've talked about that but everything else you yes. don't go to the movies well, I don't really watch movies, but I haven't been. Oh to movies yeah, well, you don't watch movies, but like, I didn't know if you like went on dates to movies or things. No. Like, if that was like a date move for you, was to go to movies. I don't have movies. No. Okay. 
I think the last movie I saw in theater was Safe Haven. Nicholas Sparks movie. Oh. It had the guy, the guy that was from. A uh, it was. <laughs> it was a. Oh, I got Josh Bell. <laughs> yeah, the Transformers oh, guy. Oh, Josh Bell. Yeah, Transformers and, guy. And uh, the How I Met Your Mother's woman. Uh, oh, I'm terrible at actor names. Um, uh, I think Robin this on How like, I Met Your Mother. Oh. Um, bro, this looks like Julianne Huff. What movie am I? It's definitely Julianne Huff. I don't know. You got Josh Duhamel right, but Julianne Huff was on Dancing with the Stars. Got to be honest, man. Never seen that. I mean, that's understandable. Yes, it's Kobe Smolders. She's in it. Yeah, but I'm not. But I'm not looking at like. Oh man, she's the third one on this list, bro. Julianne Huff is number oh, two. Oh, that's so bad. That's so bad. Like literally, the cover of the of the movie is Julianne Huff and Josh Dumel kissing. Hey Jared, who's your prize pick of the week? It's a very tough question. I could go with the Birmingham Stallions again, but the last time I did that, they let me down the following week. No, losing no. their let one game this season. Damn Houston Gamblers. We're no longer in the USFL playoffs. I've got to go with my guy, well, Pedro Bradshaw. We're circling back to the beginning again, as we do most weeks. You know, it's just it's really good to catch up with him all the time, um, and you know, see what he's doing to try to help out the community. And um, you know, he's just such a good guy to work with and to deal with, and one of those people that you just want to see succeed. Um, and, you know, he just wants to see other people succeed. So that's why he's got to be my prize pick award winner of the week. What Let's about go. you? I'm going to, I'm going to go um, that Mark Appel for the Phillies. The the one that was drafted like nine years ago was the first pick and was just brought up like this week. Did you see that one? I did. Yeah. Now that you mention it. Like, yeah, he's been like, I mean, shout out to him. Number one for lasting in the minors for nine years. Because that's pretty hard because, I mean, you obviously know some minor leaguers being in Bowling Green. I've known some minor leaguers. It's not the most lucrative gig in in your career. Um, It's almost like being a sports writer. It's almost like being a sports writer. (laughs) Um, But you do it for the love of the game, just like a sports writer. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to go to him again. Nine years in the minors. I know he's had, I know he stepped away, I think for like a year and a half, two years and then came back. Um, So shout out to him for kind of just like pushing through and continuing on. I think that's awesome. I think that's something that a lot of people can like find some similarity in that you've been trying to obtain something for so long and you finally get it. Uh, So yeah, I'm going to go Mark, Mark Appel. Yeah. That's a good one. I should have gone with you for your new venture in podcasting. We haven't even talked about it yet. We haven't. That's okay. We don't have to. Is it because? Oh, is it because Meet the Press has your heart? I mean, Meet the Press will always have my heart. I mean this this Meet podcast, dude. You have been you messed me up. Like you have been 
all your word jumbles today have caused me my word jumbles. Um, but yeah, no, Meet the Press has my heart. But just a little, a little side venture. So, well, I'll, we'll talk about that also next week. I know you have some things to share next week, and we'll we'll talk about those things next week also. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. But until then, find all the episodes of the Meet the Press podcast on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on social media like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We might be on LinkedIn, actually. Who knows? Probably. Probably. Thank you all. But until next time.